it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for the Fantasy Football Guys with off-season updates and next-season guesses. Here they are, Lyle Conkeel and Kevin Moore, the Fantasy Football Guys. You're damn right. We are the Fantasy Football Guys. Kevin. Hello, Lyle. And this is uh, the last off-season show we're going to do this year. Yep. Starting next week, it will officially be the preseason. Right. You know what the difference is? Not much. Not a damn thing, honestly. <laughs> really, it isn't. It's just it's an advertising Well, it purposes, marks the f- official start of... Our, our season, if nobody else. Our season, yeah. We typically start this thing off mid-July-ish. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just about there. As we record this, it's the uh, the 12th. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up next week, though, this is going to be an exciting thing. Next yeah. week, we're going to have Ross Tucker back on. Yeah, man. Uh, we replayed the, we re-uploaded the last year's um, conversation with Ross, and uh, we asked him if he'd like to come back, and he's like, sure. That's awesome. <clears throat> I really enjoyed that conversation. I did, and I'm looking forward to coming up with uh, some new and exciting things to ask him. Me too. Yeah. I believe you meant X, Kevin. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Give it the new vernacular. Irregardless, uh, right. he'll be back next uh, next week, so look forward to that. Um, fantasy baseball guys are still rolling. Uh, nice. If you're uh, playing fantasy baseball, baseball, go check out uh, Jason and Greg. Uh, you can check them out, of course, on Blog Talk Radio uh, slash the Fantasy Baseball Guys. And that's where you can check us out, too, if you're listening to us elsewhere. If you want to go directly to the source, Blog Talk Radio is hosting us once again. We got back there. We did. So it's uh, blogtalkradio.com slash the Fantasy Football Guys. And, of course, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and all those as well. Um, so, anyway, if you want to change where you listen to us, that's how you do it. All right, so here's a couple things we're going to have going on today. We have, like, two pieces of news, and that's a stretch. And then we're going to finish up our series of uh, going team by team, uh, division by division. I don't believe this is the finish, Kevin. It is. It's the last one. Mm, I think we did. We did east, south, west, now north. Is it the last one? Eight teams per. Wow. Eight times four. Yeah. What is it, Kevin? 32. Wow, look at the maths on Kevin. He knew how many teams were in the NFL. Well, I didn't. I knew that going in. I, I paused though for a I second. I guess it has been. I, it just yeah. didn't seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this is the last one. We're going to talk about the NFC North and the AFC North uh, moments from now. So uh, one of the things that Lyle and I were talking about before uh, we started the show is the fact that uh, somehow a second-year quarterback in Carson Wentz got, I don't know, probably most if not all of his receivers to go to Fargo, North Dakota, yeah. of all places, to, to work on timing and running routes and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I and mean, being Philly fans really like that. Uh, uh, Jordan Matthews there, Nelson Aguilar, Tori Smith. Smith, Shelton Gibson, who has only a ghost of a chance to make the squad, uh, and Zach, Burtz and Trey, uh, Zach Ertz and Trey Burton are there as well. So that's pretty cool. Love it. Good to see that. Uh, let's see what else is going on. One of the, as far as fantasy goes, one of the the guys that we really like to see succeed, and we've looked at the past couple of years and go, you know what, the guy could only stay healthy. He'd be a damn madman. Dion Lewis for the Patriots, yeah. kind of in danger of losing his roster spot now because they've kind of moved on from him. They have James White who kind of fills that same role. Yeah, but not as well. <laughs> not as well. <laughs> Plus they have uh, Rex Burkhead who kind of fills that same role. The, the pass mm-hmm. catching uh, mm-hmm. running back. And they also have Mike Gillisley. They got Gillisley back. Yeah, or Gillisley from the Bills, yeah. Right. So, so all those running backs there, is there going to be a spot for Deion uh, Lewis? I don't know, but he'll find a roster spot somewhere. So uh, it might actually behoove him to, not probably for his career or Super Bowl aspirations, but for our purposes, Kevin, because it's right. all about us. Sure. It might behoove him to um, sign with a different team because I think his, his value would be more appreciated and uh, his numbers would you know, maybe be higher. Pretty sure Cleveland would have a look at it. <laughs> Pretty sure Cleveland would have a look at the guy who uh, ties his shoes. Probably, uh, the way they're going. Yeah. Uh, one last thing in the news, though. Uh, Andrew Luck, um, dude had uh, some, some shoulder issues, as you know. From from indications that we've seen from a couple of writers out of Indianapolis, 
dude's not throwing yet. Yeah. Now, I know it's only July, but you know what? Camp starts in a couple weeks. It's bad for a quarterback to uh, to be in that situation right now. Right. Now, there's certainly plenty of time for him to uh, knock the rust off if he goes through camp and all that kind of stuff. But this starts leaking into camp. He starts missing the preseason games. And it's not just um, the timing and the speed of the game. Kevin, it's the uh, it's the the relationship with the receivers too that sure. really takes a hit um, when you're not throwing regularly to them. So, you know that that could greatly impact his uh, at least uh, you know the first part of his season. Um, well, and yeah. let's be honest, not coming off the greatest year. No, I mean you know he was a phenom coming in and everybody was super impressed with his numbers, but. You know, injury have has. Uh, I mean, that'll that'll through the course of history have knocked right. a lot of better guys out. Yeah, yeah so. that'll do it. So, well, it's not just uh, you know timing and all like that, but you know, it's it's a muscle. You know, the more sure. you throw, it's going to be tight. I mean, look at Colin Kaepernick was a Super Bowl quarterback. He sure was, and his injuries issues kept him from really mm. working. And last year when he came in, he just didn't look like the same player he, body I body mean, wise. He didn't look like the same player the year after they went to the Super Bowl. Well, true, true enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he, the people figured him out. Um, um, you know, and he, he was very one-dimensional. You know that that kind of stuff happens with the, those little quirky offenses and players. Yep. You know, Chip Kelly uh, now is a studio uh, analyst. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep, and deservedly so. I mean, yeah, when he came in, nobody knew what to do, but then they figured it out, and then his offense sucked. Yeah, they figured it he out also, by the second half of the first week. He also ditched all of his good players too. Well, which, uh, that doesn't help either. No, it doesn't. So, um, just in case you know you're curious about how we feel about Chip Kelly. Uh, he's an asshat. Yeah, I don't like him at all. Uh, what do you say, dying of fire? Yeah, dying of fire. Not looking uh, for the guy to uh, die, but just you mm, know, it's an expression. Yeah, it it's is. like you know, dying in the face a whole bunch of times. Um, you know, it's just overly angry at you. But um, I will never forgive him for trading uh, Shady McCoy. Yeah, no. yeah, no, he's my favorite player. I don't want to see. Yeah, it was. Yeah, not good. Yeah, I mean, besides B Doc, he might be my favorite eagle I, ever. Dude, dude, I still have Shady's. Football. So do I. I have I a helmet. Have, I have his jersey signed uh-huh. up on my wall. I have a helmet. I'm hoping that maybe, you know, he'll come back. Someday, someday he'll come back. I don't think he will. I don't think he will either. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that really that really hurt me uh, when he traded J.D. McCoy. That was a devastating blow to me. Yeah, I still dig him, even though he's a Bill. Yeah, me too. Love him. Uh, so one of the things that one of the teams are going to be talking about in, in a few minutes is Cleveland. Um, they have three quarterbacks. Wait, they don't have any quarterbacks? <laughs> But they do have guys on the roster, so you got the Browns, right? I do. I do. I took them on purpose. Uh, but don't worry, the Bears are pretty bad too. Uh, well, there's a whole lot of that going around in these divisions. Uh, the Browns, uh, Mary Kay Cabot, the writer, beat writer for uh, one of the papers there, uh, basically said they're not going to expect they're not expected to name a starter until deep in the preseason. Wow. So you got what does that even mean? It means they don't have a quarterback. I know, I know, but w- deep into the preseason, I'm saying is could be week two. Uh, man, that's just bad for the franchise, man. You got to know who's your guy going in, right? Pick a guy and stick with him. Yeah, at least for the first four games, right? Right. You, nobody's going to fault you for, especially if you're the Cleveland Browns. Nobody's going to fault you for. <laughs> well, they'll, well, they'll maybe, fault. Yeah, them. Maybe they will. They're uh, just used to it at this point, right? But but what I'm saying is, um, you, you know, it's not uncommon for teams with you know poor quarterback situations to make a change, right? So, dude, pick a guy right now. Go, he's our guy, um, and roll with it. Right. Because yeah. let me ask you this: Is anybody picking Cleveland to make the playoffs? No. Is anybody picking Cleveland to win eight games? I can't imagine many successful analysts in the NFL are. Right. So, you know, at this point, you got you got Cody Kessler, you, know, you got Brock Osweiler, mm-hmm. and you got the rookie, Deshaun Kaiser. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> why not just put the ball in the rookie's hands? I don't even know why Osweiler's there. It's well, so disturbing. We know why he's there. Why? Well, because the... The, the Texans wanted rid of him, and they basically traded him away. Th- and the, the Browns thought maybe they could get a, a pick for him. And Do you think they thought they could get a pick for him? Yeah. That is a bizarre—I don't think that's true, Kevin. Did Dude, they, I was did, watching it happen as did, it happened. Did they say that out loud? Uh, no. Because that, that sounds like something that people they, would laugh at. They didn't say it out loud, but they were hoping to get, you know, like a seventh-round pick for him, if nothing else. <laughs> but but nobody bit. Of course not. Nobody of course not. Bit. He took a world class caliber wide receiver and made him very average. He also took a, a potential Super Bowl team sure. and made them a one and done team. Yeah, just by sucking. 
so bad. He was but, that bad. But from what I understand, yeah. he's not doing too badly in Cleveland. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> it's the preseason. Everything looks good. Yeah, whatever. What, what are you doing? Oh, okay. Yeah. Coming up in a minute, we're going to do uh, the thing we were talking about with the. We're going to start it off with the uh, the AFC North. Okay. Okay. So, oh, I got to mark down that time. Yeah, well, write it down, Kevin. Jeez. Oh, try to do here. Yeah, oh, Kevin's a little rusty. On. I haven't been to his house in a while. Yeah. yeah. He's acting a little funny. I'm used to, you know, being here by myself. My presence. To do a show. And by the way, I'm jacked now. So he's all intimidated by me. My big muscles. Are you jacked? No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, I, w- I was waiting for, for the intimidation hot to start. It's mostly hot dogs and beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I recognized that in you. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're, let's start with the, uh, with the uh, AFC North. Um, a lot of people have been talking about this team going all the way. Is, you know, who can challenge the Patriots for the AFC? Pittsburgh's name comes up a lot. Uh, sure. Now, as far as fantasy goes, there are some names that we all know. Obviously, um, you know, Lev Bell is, you know, I've seen a couple places where he's the, the top pick. Lev? Le'Veon Bell. Bell? I'm not. B-L. I don't think I'm familiar with him. Uh, I know you're not. Uh, but, you know, I've seen a couple places where he's, uh, you know, number one. Ooh. If he's not number one, he's number two right. uh, behind um, the, the kid, David Johnson. So, uh, Lev Bell, obviously, is, is a guy we don't even really need to talk about. He's just fantastic. Uh, and of course, there's all world Antonio Brown, who is a consensus like third or fourth pick. Uh, so both of those guys are going to go early. They're pretty good, and they're no brainers. Okay, yeah. That, and after that is where the question marks start. Now you may go Ben Roethlisberger question mark. Well, here's the thing about Ben. Okay, pretty good quarterback. Yeah. At home. Yeah. You throw Ben on the road. Dude, here's the thing. He's, all, he's a pretty good quarterback, but he's not a great fantasy quarterback. Not a great At home, he does pretty well. He's okay. So last year, out of 16 games he played, right, he had four zero-touchdown games. Oof. Those hurt. Is on, that correct? Uh, one, two. Yeah, four zero-touchdown games. Hmm. And in one of those games, he had 257 yards, another 167, 220, and 224 with no TDs. So that's fantasy death out of a quarterback. Because when it comes to QBs, you want at least two touchdowns. If you can get three or four, it's that's aces. Good. Yeah, you don't get much for yards. So Really, you don't. It's really about the uh, – I mean, unless you bomb out a 400-yard game. Right. Now, and then he also had – and I'm not, I don't know if these are all you know road or home games, but uh, he also had four one-touchdown games. Ooh. But he had, you know, a, a bunch of three, a couple, uh, you know, a bunch of threes, a couple twos, a one four and one five. So he, he does do well, mm-hmm. but he can also throw that goose egg. Right. So really, if you draft Ben, you also have to draft another guy who you're willing to put in when Ben goes on the road. Right. Me? Ah, I'd let somebody else do that. I would just probably grab what's another his, uh, guy. What's the ADP? Ben's ADP right now is, dun, 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 is uh, eighth round, ninth now. pick. That's a, a skosh early for me. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to draft a quarterback there. It's probably I'm, right on value for him. But, uh, again, I'm, with the I'm going to get somebody who's yeah. a little more consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, Drew, Drew Brees suffers the same thing. He's better at home than he is on the road. And I think most quarterbacks yeah, are. Yeah, Brees always has that potential to put up monster numbers, whereas I don't think right. Ben really does. Right. Well, you know that, that uh, Brees is going to throw for, you know, 5,000-plus yards. Last year, Ben threw for 4357. 30 Still, TDs. Pretty good. Doesn't suck. Those are good numbers. But, you know, just the same, you know, uh, you have to squint a little bit when you're starting him when he's on the road. Right. So, of course, you're going to look at him. Um, your boy uh, running back. Which one? For uh, the Steelers last year. Which D'Angelo one? Williams. D'Angelo Williams. Uh, best running back in the NFL. Yeah. When he's playing. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He's not there anymore. So, the guy who's behind Lev Bell now is a rookie named James Conner. Yeah. This is a kid who is going to fly under, you know, the casual fantasy football player's radar. So he's probably, I don't know what his ADP is at this point, because he's, he's, you know, he's a rook. Nobody really knows about him. But he's going to have the opportunity to win that second job. And we know sometimes Lev Bell's not there. Yeah. And, you know. But, Likes to smoke weed. <laughs> and, and get hurt. Yeah. Um, the bad news is, is if you have Connor, you know, take him as a late-round flyer, because, you know, when Lev Bell's healthy, the second string guy just never sees the field. Doesn't. For, for any significant amount of carries. Yeah. So, you know, Connor would be like a, you know, round 12 guy you pick up and stash and see mm-hmm. what happens. Or, or if you're in a, a dynasty league, you throw, him, you throw him at the end of the bench. 
Um, other guys you might want to look at there uh, at wide receivers, Martavis Bryant, back from suspension. Now, he's been climbing ADP. He's climbing. Mm-hmm. He's climbing. Where is he now? Um, Martavis Bryant, can you check his ADP? I can look it up for you. Good that would Lord. be fantastic. Why, don't, why didn't you come prepared for this? I, I am prepared. I just want to you know, involve you in the interaction of the show. Uh, what was it, Martavis? <laughs> Martavis, yeah. All right, hold on. Martavis, Bryant. Uh, 53, so... Good Lord, my headphones keep talking, cutting out, and it's bad. <laughs> uh, so you look in the middle of the fourth, roughly? Right, so when we first started, we first started looking at this, yeah, he's a uh, middle to end of the fourth. He was like round seven. Yeah. Uh, ADP. So over the course of the month or so that we've been doing this, or, or actually a little bit more, looking at these players, he's, he's actually climbing. climbed three the, rounds, and, and that's going to be very uh, common. You know, where people right. move things are going to change. Right. I mean, here. you know, Reek Hill uh, started out in the seventh round. Now he's in the fourth. You know, a lot of that's going to well, happen. that happened because Macklin went probably. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, things happen. So uh, you know, I'm not sure that you know he's going to be worth all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Juju Smith Schuster, who is a rookie this year, he's also going to come in there and play slot. Uh, who knows? So uh, those are guys you might want to look at as far as the, the receipt uh, the tight ends go. You got uh, Jesse James. And he's okay, mm. but I'm you know I'm thinking he, you know he's not even going to be a guy that gets drafted at this point. Probably not. <laughs> Had some trouble there, bud. Uh, yeah, my, my battery's dying and it keeps oh. cutting in and out. So, would you yeah. like a fresh battery? I, I mean, if it's going to take you a long time, probably not. But while I'm doing my game, if you'd hand me one, oh, that, we'll see if I can hook you up. Amazing. So that's pretty much the Steelers. I mean, you know, obviously we're gonna we're gonna talk more about uh, uh, these guys as we go. I mean, Darius Hayward Bay still on the on the squad. Sandy Nile Coates. Davis. Is is no, uh, Davis on, on, is there? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, as far as guys that are, are pretty obvious, um, you know, it's it's Ben and Lev and Tony and you know. Yeah. Guys. Right. Um, talking about that AFC North, Kevin, the Baltimore Ravens uh, have a team. Two or one? Huh? Oh, uh, just one, buddy. Kevin's getting me a a battery because he's he's a bro. Thank you, buddy. Um. Dude, probably one of the most exciting uh, off-season moves for me was Danny Woodhead. Yeah, oh because, yeah. Because I, I get it, you know, I would have loved to have seen him stay in, where is San Diego now? <laughs> it's, well, San Diego's still there, but the Chargers are in uh, The Chargers are in, uh, in L.A. L.A., yeah, yeah okay. Whatever. Uh, the Chargers. I, dude, there's so many moves lately, I just can't figure it's it out. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> it's to difficult to say L.A. Chargers, and, and there's going to be Vegas, uh, Oakland, something, Raiders. Raiders anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, but uh, good old Danny Woodcock, man. Uh, right now going middle of the sixth. You round. know, I've, I've started doing some mock drafting, mm-hmm. and I always get him as yeah. my running back three. I well, love it. Oh, that's brilliant, man. That's brilliant as a flex. You know that they're – listen, it's going to be a three-headed monster there. Uh, almost certainly, but um, report early reports are that he's leading the charge. And again, who knows if that's true or not, right? But you got West and you got uh, Dixon. They also have uh, Javaris Allen there and Talaferio. Dixon, I already mentioned him. Did you? All yeah. Right. Um, and Woodhead is thirty-two, dude. So, um, but he—that's not his game. He's not a power runner. Like he, he's really like an H back or you know a, a slot wide receiver that lands him in the backfield. Honestly. He scrolls south. Is he what is. He is. Yeah. Um, and we've seen the kind of numbers he can put up, especially in, in uh, PPR. So, I got dude middle of the sixth. I love it. I'm all over him now. Did have a significant injury last year. He did. Um, By really the way, broke my heart. I, I was watching uh, Hard Knocks on mm-hmm. on NFL Network. NFL Network. They were showing the. Uh, 2010 Jets when Rex Ryan was there, yeah, and it came down between Woodhead and another guy. Yeah. They went with the other guy. Oh, smart, smart, yeah. yeah. That's why Rex is now an analyst. <laughs> well, he's had some success in the NFL. Has so. he? Yeah, I mean a little bit. He went to a couple AFC Championship games. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but anyway, really dude, excited he had, about he that. He has Mark San- Chan- Sanchez tattooed on his body. I know, dude. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Sanchez looked okay then, though. You don't even remember? He was, I mean, everybody thought he was yeah, boy, the Sanchez. Dude, you going to get another dude's face tattooed no. on your body? No. All right. I mean, like maybe my kid or something. Well, but, yeah. yeah. Maybe. 
Um, anyway, uh, point is, uh, Danny Wood is looking juicy right now. The question is, can they utilize him the way he's been utilized in the past? I would imagine they're going to script plays for him. You would hope. Yeah, so you know, hopefully that, that will uh, remain consistent. But you, you never know with the move to a new team, hence his fallen ADP. The other big ac- acquisition that they got this year was uh, J-Mac, man. J-Mac. They got Jeremy Macklin. Um, he's going in the eighth round right now, which might be decent value. The thing is, I just don't trust Flacco. You know, I know he's got a big arm, and uh, he was once the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, which is ridiculous. Briefly, yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, you know what, dude? The guy's got a sixty-five percent completion percentage, yeah, forty-three hundred yards last year. Yeah, twenty touchdowns, fifteen picks. So that could have been better. Yeah, twenty touchdowns, fifteen picks. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. He doesn't put up the biggest numbers, but right. Um, you know, with a guy like J. Mac there, you know, maybe his numbers will go up a little bit. And Macklin's always been fairly consistent. As a uh, as a flex option, anyway. Yeah, good route runner. You know, mm-hmm. can catch. sometimes sometimes a two, so uh, not bad value there in the eighth. Uh, these other names I'm going to mention, please avoid. Don't like Kenneth Dixon at all. He he's going in the middle of the ninth. Also going in the middle of the ninth is Mike Wallace. Used to be a big big fan of his man, but uh, he's the speed guy, right? Yeah, but he kind of just fizzled. Um, you know, so and he's bounced around a bunch of teams in the NFL. Was he, in, he was in Miami. He was in Minnesota. I, you know. I really don't see big things coming from him, um, just like last year. You know, not a huge fan. Uh, Rashard Perryman's a guy we've been waiting to break out forever. He's still getting drafted for some reason. Uh, middle of the twelfth, but yeah, still, I'm, I dude. You know what? I'm not real sure that I would even take him in the twelfth. I know at this point, Joey Flacco's ADP right now, eighteen. Yikes. Eighteenth quarterback, eighteenth round. Buddy. Oh, oh yeah, let's see, twenty uh, fifth quarterback to be t- selected. In other words, not not even drafted. drafted pretty yeah. much. Um, you know, they got uh, Campanero there, Chris Moore, uh, Chris Matthews out of Kentucky. Um, he's older; he probably won't make the squad. Kenny Bell's there too. Ben Watson's kind of exciting, but he's uh, thirty seven years old. They also did pick up Max Williams. Um, again, we'll, we'll have to see on all these guys. I, I need a little bit more data through the preseason. Honestly, I was shocked that I was going to name as many people as I did for the Ravens, but, <laughs> you know, there you have it. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of uh, all things Flacco. All right, so let's let's uh, go down the, the pike a little bit and have a look at the Cleveland Browns. Uh-oh. Uh, you know what? I, after all the moves that these guys made, I thought, you know what? These Browns, they may actually have some fantasy Shut players. Up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, they have had some fantasy players in the past. But you know what, dude? As, as I'm doing research on, on this show, I'm like, they don't. Mm. They don't. Yeah, it's kind of bad. All right, so we talked about quarterback before. Is it Kessler? Is it Osweiler? Is it Kaiser? Either way, it's not going to be good. No. At, at this point, I would say probably Brock Osweiler is your best bet. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they, they toss the kid in there, but he would... He would benefit from from having some uh, some clipboard time. I would have to imagine, right? So okay, it's Kessler or it's Osweiler, um, and like I said, either way, it, it's not optimal. So then you go, okay, well, quarterback is going to suck, which is is going to pull some of the wide receiver value down. So you look at the wide receivers, you got probably going to have Corey Coleman. Corey Coleman's probably number one, right? And, yeah. and Corey Coleman is a rook. Mm. No, is he? No, he's not a rookie. He, he played last year. He did. He uh, got his hand, remember? He did. And let me see. He he only ended up with, uh, you know, like a couple catches. Yeah, he hurt his hand. He had yeah. uh, he played in 10 games, 33 catches, targeted 73 times, uh, but 4 and 13 yards, yeah. 3 TDs. Three, 33 catches, 3 touchdowns. So, for all intents and purposes, you know, he had a red shirt year a little bit last year, um, and, and he's back. And, you know, he should be okay. Um, I don't except, hate him. Except for the fact that he's got – who, His quarterbacks throwing to him, right? Right, and, and and then Kenny Britt, who, dude, I, I can't. I would love for Kenny Britt to have a good season. Me too. I would love to see him go to a team that actually could use mm-hmm. him. But dude, last year he was with the Rams, right? Mm-hmm. So he had a thousand yards receiving last year, which was great. He had sixty-eight catches, a thousand yards, five TDs. Hell, I don't know. That might be his career year. Kind of sad, actually. Um, But, you know, he got an offer in Cleveland, and off he went. Um, uh, They still have Josh Gordon on the squad, wide receiver uh, toward the back end. Who knows if he's actually going to make it back. Well, I think it was like two months ago he was denied reinstatement. Right, so I I think he had more things to do. So if you you look at that, you go, okay, okay, the receivers, you know, you got a couple guys who could do something, but... I I wouldn't waste... 
the capital on him. Honestly. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, like Corey Coleman a lot. I like Kenny Britt a lot. Right. Um, and obviously, yeah. we know Josh Gordon's a stud if he ever plays in the NFL again. You know, you got a journeyman in Kenny Britt who has some skills and and has flash. Could do a thousand yard season, nothing to sneeze no, at, yeah, especially yeah. in L.A. Yeah, sure. Because you got you know Keen, uh, Keenum and Golf throwing to you, right? Right. So, uh, but then after that, really, there's no depth unless Gordon comes back. Um, and then you look at the you look at the the running backs and Isaiah Crowell. His ADP right now is is a three five third round fifth pick. Not terrible. No, and you know what? I I, I don't mind Isaiah Crowell. I mean, I, you know, he's obviously he would obviously benefit from better quarterback play. You see, though, the thing is, as a two, okay, uh, I'll go third round for a two. I'm not going third round for a flex though. And right, Crowell, right. he might fall into that category for me a lot of times. He would. Yeah. So if if he's there in, in like the back end of the fourth, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but he ended up with 944 yards last year. Dude has a 4.8 per carry average. Yeah, he doesn't last suck. Last year, but when you have no passing game, yeah, he uh, actually caught 40 passes last year. So in a PPR, he's not bad. So I like Isaiah Crowell. I just don't like him because in, thir- in the third round because he's on the Browns and, and because he's on the Browns. That's obvious. So, past that, you got Duke Johnson. I really like him, too. I really like him Especially in, PPR. in PPR. But, again. But you know what? He only caught five more passes than Crowell did. Yep. And only had 279 yards rushing. Yep. So, if I have to pick, yeah, you're going it's not going to be Duke. Sorry about right, that. Well, Duke's probably going much, much later. He is. So, you know, you, you weigh out value versus, you know, draft position and all that kind of stuff. Really, after that, you're looking at a, a rookie tight end in, in David yeah, Njoku. Duke's, going, Duke's in the 11th round, so... Right, Who so cares by then, you know, but really in the eleventh round, you're going to take it. You're going to take Duke Johnson, or you're going to take somebody with much higher upside. I don't know. I might take Duke, John- Duke Johnson in a in a PPR, maybe just for a, a if flex he didn't option. get theoretic, right? Right, something, yeah. Right, so then you got uh, David Njoku, who's mm-hmm. the the rookie tight end, mm-hmm. uh, dude. I don't know. I'm not really seeing a whole lot here. You can hang your hat on. I mean, it's really you can't I hang your hat on any of them, man. You can't. <laughs> You know, Isaiah Crowell has had a couple of good seasons, Might and he may okay. have another one, but for the third round, I'm yeah. thinking there's better there's better options there. You know, if I'm sitting there in the third round, and he's sitting there, and he's the best running back on the board, I'm going to look over at the wide receivers, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I'm going, wait a minute, is, is you know Aaron Rodgers still available in the third round? Am I going to take Aaron Rodgers or Isaiah Crowell? Who are you taking? Crowell. You taking Isaiah Crowell over Aaron Rodgers? Yes. In the third round? Yes, I'm not taking a quarterback that early. I want you to take a. I want you to take. Drew. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take either of them. To be perfectly honest, yeah, but. I would take a wide receiver. Uh, yeah. If, if, <laughs> yeah. if Drew Brees is in the fourth round, you take him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I, I feel you on, and everybody's probably screaming into their uh, whatever device they're listening on right now that I'm an idiot. I just, I would just never spend that kind of capital. On you the quarterback. should be used to that by now. I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it happens so frequently. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and we've talked about it. And we'll, you know, if, you, if you're new to the show, you go, why wouldn't you take Aaron Rodgers in the third round? You'll hear a lot Zay about Brown? it. We'll, we'll tell you about it. Also, yeah. we have to tell people about our uh, about the draft tool when the website gets back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm working on it. it it's, yeah. it's still importing the database from three days ago. See, we've had we have uh, 11 years worth of of forum. Yep. Um, conversations on our da- in our database yeah so we're trying to forever we didn't want to lose any of that stuff because there's some good conversations there there are and you know some every now and again i like to go back and look at when we cursed a dude out or yep. you know somebody called us an ass or whatever so we have to import all that stuff into our new host and it's uh what two and a half days now two and a half days in. of importing that so mm-hmm. anyway uh so there you have it um and, and dude really that for me that's the i really hope josh gordon gets back because i take him I'd, I'd use a late round pick on him I might do that anyway, 15th yeah. round or something. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. He comes back in the middle. Yeah. Because you know what? Last year in the in, in camp, dude mm-hmm. was lighting it up. He was. And then he, you know, got behind the wheel and decided to go to rehab. And yeah, anyway. Whatever. So anyway, that's the Browns. All right. How about them Bengals? This is a team that I'm getting excited about, Kevin. But, but I've been excited about them forever. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Um, you know, it kind of sucks, but. They've been on the cusp forever, uh, but they got a, little, a lot of good tools here. They have uh, AJ Green, who's obviously a first round pick, right? Uh, and I don't think there's any format in the world where he's not going in the first round. In the middle of the first, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So you have him. You know, he's going to be the fourth or fifth or sixth wide receiver taken off the board. But then you got Joe Mixon, right? So I'm hearing more and more that Geo might not be fully healthy, and Mixon's going to carry the load. 
anytime you got a rookie, it's a little bit juicy. You know? Yeah. You're like, mm, it is. I know what you're saying. But middle of the third, that's where I drafted Adrian Peterson, pal. Yeah. You know? And he won me a, a championship. Now, Jeremy Hill may take some goal line carries. He probably will. But from what I'm hearing, is it's going to be Mixon's job. Who knows if that'll change or not, you know, going into the season. We'll find out a lot more about that. But Mixon is the the uh, the running back of choice right now from a fantasy perspective in, uh, in Cincy. There's a couple of those uh, running back situations where yeah. they they should emerge as, as the, the better player. Yeah. Um, so for fantasy for fantasy drafts, obviously the the top rookies go first. So if almost you, always, yeah. If you have if you have, where do you see the what do you see as the top five dynasty picks? Uh, you have to say Fournette would be one. Right? Pr- he's probably number one. Um. Dalvin Cook would be in that top five. I'm trying probably. so. I'm trying to think if I'm <laughs> if I'm only going for um, running backs here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know that there's an Amari Cooper here. Um, probably not. I mean, Corey Davis is probably up the list as a wide receiver, right? Um, you know, certainly good. Fournette's good. McCaffrey, um, maybe McCaffrey in Carolina. That's really good. Mixon's probably Mixon in, the, in there. Dalvin Cook, you mentioned. Um, Here's a name for John you. Ross, who I'm going to talk about right. in a little bit. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, okay. Running back for the Packers. I think uh, O.J. Howard's probably going to go fairly high. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting first round in Dynasty. Um, it is. Kareem Hunt, baby, in uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Um, did I miss anybody? Mike Williams, maybe, the Chargers. So th- there's a right. lot of good names up there. But I would probably just go go with the running backs. But that's that's our Dynasty format. Yeah, running backs are, you know, on the end yeah. of the season, running backs are so hard to find. Yeah. Alvin Kamara in New Orleans. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good names there. Um, but, like, you know I, know, I know a lot of people are super high on Corey Davis. I'd probably pass and go Fournette. Uh, yeah, you know? first pick, yeah, I would go with the running yeah, back. Yeah, and I'd probably take McCaffrey and, or, and Mixon over him, too. Well, here's the thing, dude. In, in our dynasty, I have... I have Todd Gurley. I know. And I have Melvin Gordon. I know. Because I took him one, two a couple of years ago. Yep. Year I, one, Gurley was awesome. Year two, he sucked. Right. And, but, but Gordon was awesome. Right. So I'm ho- hoping that this year they put it together. But you know what? Even with those two guys, I'm mm-hmm. st- I would still pick a running back. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, I th- you have to. Uh, just for a trade capital. Um, if anyway, nothing else, yeah. Yeah, our dynasty league is super deep. Back to them Bengals. Yeah, Tyler Eifert's probably a guy we're going to talk about getting drafted. Um, going in the middle of the sixth right now is a little bit high for me. Um, it's a little bit high for me for any tight end. For any tight end, yeah. Um, I understand, you know, that he's, you know, he's in the top seven or eight tight ends in the league, probably fantasy wise. I get that, but probably in the top three. Uh, no, that's no, probably not. Gronk and Kelsey and Eifert. Um, no. Um, probably. Let me see. Let me pull up a list of just tight ends. Oh, uh, here we go. Well, I, you're the one that asked no, for that's it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so Gronk, Kelsey, um, Jordan Reed, maybe. Yeah, maybe Reed. Um, Greg Olson. Greg Olson, Hunter Henry. We mentioned uh, O.J. Howard. Jimmy Graham's probably in the conversation somewhere. Delaney Walker's in there. Ertz. Yeah, Ertz may be a top five guy, but maybe number five. Right. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, Bennett's in there as well. So. Yeah. So that there's, there's a lot of good names. Anyway, um, you know he's. If you drafted him as your tight end, you know, plug and play. Don't even worry about it. Um, but I would probably look for. I would rather draft, roll the dice on OJ Howard, let's say, and and try to score a, a young Gates or something. Yeah. Then you know, spend my money on uh, on Tyler Eifert, as it were. I mentioned Hill, uh, John Ross, right now going in the twelfth. Love, love, love it. Who is this? John Ross. John Ross. Yeah, man. That was like. Like I love the fact that I made that call. He did, and it, it really disappointed me. <laughs> it did. Uh, yeah, the, before the draft, we we did this, and, and I picked uh, I picked him. We there. did a mock draft, and yeah. uh, and, and I picked. Would, uh, would they pick five? I don't know. Where does Cincy pick? Uh, it, it might it might have been higher than five. I don't know, but I, can't I, remember. I said John Ross. I'd love to see him go in there with AJ Green. Yeah. You were like, you're crazy, and other people were like, you're nuts. And then mm-hmm. boom, the next day, dude, I was more shocked than anyone. <laughs> He got something right. Yeah. Uh, then Geo, I I really don't see him having much fantasy relevance this year, even if he is fully healthy. Sure, he'll touch the ball a little bit, but uh, with Mixon there and Jeremy Hill, 
Well, you know what, dude? You know, if, if you start thinking, well, you can't go mixing. What about Gia? What about Jared? Remember last year's F up running game that the Bengals had? Yeah. Wasn't great. No. You couldn't count on either of those guys from week to week to produce solid numbers. No, you couldn't. So here comes Mixon, and there's a reason why he was drafted when he was drafted. Yep. Um, even though he's, you know, probably going to be protested against and picketed on, but, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of go in. It's the Bengals, dude. They kind of know that going in. Yeah, so the only thing is injury that might change all that. Uh, really, the only other person I'd like to talk about is Andy Dalton. I mean, we could discuss Tyler Boyd a little bit, but they got John Ross and Brandon LaFell. Yeah, it's all so, different now. Yeah, I don't think Boyd's really going to come into the conversation. And they got some other young wide receivers there as well. But really, it's just those guys. And Andy Dalton going in, in the 12th round, love him as your second. You know, you grab him in the back of the 12th as your second quarterback, love it. And you know what? With with these with these receivers, he, he, might end he up, may end up climbing to the top. He might. You know, so he, he's the kind of high upside guy that we don't need, right? Because we already got a quarterback. You better have drafted one by round 12. You should have, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so now you, you grab him as your backup, and he's got all these new weapons, you know, and arguably the best wide receiver in the game. You know, he's uh, certainly in the conversation. He's certainly up there, yeah. yeah so. so is he really that? Yeah, that's 12. And the guys around him are Tyrod Taylor. Nope. Eli Manning. Nope. Carson Wentz. Maybe. Maybe he's a second guy. And yeah. then you got guys like Carson Palmer and Blake Bortles and Tannehill behind him. And Matthew Stafford's only around earlier. Um, so, yeah. Honestly, I, mean, I don't hate those guys as a, as a secondary. But, you know, again, you, at this point, you've already got your main guy. You're counting on him to be healthy and get your core points. You grab somebody with some decent upside that you know you can safely plug in on a bye week. I'm looking at Derek Carr at seven. Seventh round, fourth pick. Don't hate that either. Mm-mm. Um, Russell Wilson, 7-12. Cam, 8-7. Man, how the mighty have fallen. First round pick last year, remember? Oh, yeah. Number one in a lot of, in a lot of leagues. A lot of leagues, yeah. We were like, don't take Cam. But but he's running. and Yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. So that would be uh, the wrap-up on the, uh, the AFC North. All right. So now it's time to have a look at that... Uh, the NFC North. Yeah, right. Or as Chris Berman used to call it, the NFC Norris Division. Norris? Because he was talking about hockey. Right. See, the Norris Division used to be, you know, where the Red Wings were and all Got that. It. So, anyway. All right, so let's take a look at the Detroit Lions. Mm. Um, there's a lot to like here, actually. A there little, is. A little more than, than I thought there would be. Obviously, Matthew Stafford uh, is a guy we've talked about before. I just mentioned the fact that his ADP is at the beginning of the 11th round. And that might be a little bit late for him with the with the way he's actually uh, performed. Perhaps. Perhaps. So you're looking at his stats from last year, right? The dude threw up uh, 4,327 yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks. Actually ran a couple TDs in. Um, so you know, and, and a pretty decent completion rate uh, as well, 65%, slightly over that. So for Matthew Stafford in the 11th round, I'm in, dude. If I can wait yep. to the 11th to get Matt Stafford, love it. Um, so value there, certainly. Uh, Amir Abdullah is kind of a question mark. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know. Burned he, a lot of people last year. They were looking for him to step well, in. To, dude got hurt. I know. So, you know, obviously you can't fault, fault a guy for that. But the year before that, he was a bit of a disappointment as well. So, you know, I, I think, you know, he's a guy who could maybe surprise some people. Um, maybe. You know, if he can stay healthy. You know, his ADP right now is uh, middle, toward the end of the of the fifth round. So, you know, that would be flyer territory, really, for that guy. But I, I think there's probably better value around that pick. Um, Theo Riddick is a guy that interests me in a PPR. Um, he, he's, uh, he, dude, he's really a monster when you get right down to it. He's not going to get a whole lot of carries out of the backfield as a running back, right? Um, last year, he, he, didn't, he only had 357 yards. But he had 371 yards receiving. Dude had 53 catches. Right. So it's almost like having a wide receiver three, you know, as a running back in your flex spot. He yep. also, you know, got a touchdown on the ground as well, five through the air. So Theo Riddick is a guy who, you know, I would definitely take a look at um, as value in the seventh round, back end of the seventh, sure. early eighth. Love it. Love that pick. So, yeah, he's a guy I would look at. Now, you have a couple of other guys, Zach Zenner, who may uh, grab some carries from both of those guys. Also, Matt Asiata comes over from Minnesota. Not sure what their role is going to be. Meh. 
Yeah, it's not going to be anything fantasy-wise, but if anything, it's going to be taking away um, you know, value from mm-hmm. Abdullah and Riddick. So mm-hmm. uh, don't like those guys at all. Plus, you got you got Dwayne Washington there as well, who got some playing time last year. But really, for me, it, it's Theo Riddick first, and, and I'm not going to take a shot on Abdullah, really, at his ADP. Um, Probably not me either. Yeah. Uh, you know, now, if he falls a bit, if he falls a couple rounds, you know, if, with each passing time he doesn't get picked, then his value goes up. It starts to increase, sure. Yeah, so it's not so much of a, of a risk at that point. Um, looking at the wide receivers, dude, I love Golden Tate, mm-hmm. or as we should say, Golden Taint. Taint. And, and Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones last year. Uh, over started the, out on fire. Yeah, over a stretch of games, he, he did he did really well. He had a 200-yard game in Week 3 against Green Bay. Ended up with only four TDs and 930 yards. But the dude was targeted over 100 times. Yeah. So, you know, I really like his, his opportunities this year. Golden Tate last year, I'm sorry, Golden Tate, ended up over 1,000 yards with 1,077 uh, and uh, 91 catches. So pretty good season for him as well. If he can keep that up, maybe increase his touchdowns from four to, say, I don't know, six or eight, mm-hmm. um, then he becomes certainly more valuable there. So I like uh, I like those guys. They drafted Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. You remember Kenny Galladay? I do. Uh, where did they grab that dude? Third round from Northern Illinois. Not a great big football school, but you know, good enough to be a third round. Big dude, six four. Yeah, you know, so obviously it's a it's a red zone guy, and they have other uh, receivers as well that aren't really going to matter much, like guys like Jared Abradaris, T.J. Jones. Yeah, now Eric Ebron is a guy who I want to like. I've him. been waiting for him to break out for what seems like forever now. Well, dude, he had sixty one catches last year. Not bad. Seven hundred and eleven yards. Okay. One touchdown. Yeah. He's too big for that. You know, obviously, he for a tight end, you're a red zone I, guy. I, the whole word on him was with Megatron going out, he was going to be the red zone target, right? He was, yeah. He was going to be the big tight end red zone target. Didn't uh, didn't come to fruition. Maybe Stafford just doesn't look at the tight end that maybe. much down there. Maybe the plays suck. I don't know. Or maybe the the plays don't, don't you know, the first read's not the tight end. Right. Who knows? Um, you know, and you have to imagine that if you got, have a guy like Theoretic there, you know, he may be the first look on a lot of plays. He so. probably is. So th- those be the Lions. All right, let's talk about the Bears. <laughs> Must we? I think we probably should. Uh, so they got the Glennon Trubisky show there. No thanks. Wait, you forgot about Sanchez? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, <laughs> did I? <laughs> did I, Kevin? I think maybe it was omission on purpose. Uh, obviously, you have Jordan Howard, and I've been reading a lot about him this this uh, off season, and how he's you know much stronger and faster and blah 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 blah. The thing about him is he's going in the middle of the second round, first part of the second round, really. Yeah. You know, one four, one five, one six, or sorry, two four, two five, two six. Um, that's a little bit too much for me because. The team sucks so bad, right? I think he's a fantastic player with a lot of potential. But, man, my second-round pick's got to be a home run, man. You know? and I can't, Optimally, it's a, it's a home run, yeah. I can't have people stacking the box against him. Now, the good news is, behind him, he's got Benny Cunningham and Jeremy Langford and Kadeem Carey, uh, Tariq Cohen, right? So, he's the guy. We know that. And that, yeah, oh yeah. that is a huge bonus um, in the NFL to have a guy who's probably the sole running back. I mean, the other guys are going to get touches, but he's in one of those positions where he'll, he'll play a lot of three First downs. down, second down, he's going to be in. Maybe even third, yeah, too. Maybe. Um, so we'll see. I, the, the only thing I would say against, not against your argument, but maybe kind of, you know, uh, pushing back on it a bit, mm-hmm. is that, you know, the Bears' offense sucked last year, too. Right. You know, so. Now the thing is, he, he's traditionally been a terrible um, pass catcher, but he actually had vision surgery. In the yeah, offseason, yeah. to try to increase his vision, so he could—I don't know—maybe he was having trouble seeing the ball or whatever—and um, he hopes that it, that'll improve his uh, his pass catching. I mean, guy did run for thirteen hundred yards and six touchdowns in twenty sixteen. Those aren't numbers that you can sneeze at on a bad team like that. Imagine if he'd played the entire season as the starter. Yeah, because Langford started for so, the first what five games. Yeah. So I, what I'm going to do is just be super cautious about drafting him because the rest of the team's just—it's really scary. Well, that's the thing. If you're if you have that pick and, and ADP goes the way it's supposed to go here, as, as we see, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to take Marshawn Lynch, yes, over Howard. Yeah, yeah you are probably. Yeah. Um, now then, you got a guy like Todd Gurley, 
maybe yeah, not. Maybe not. Um, then Leonard Fournette, that's a roll of dice with a rookie and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So really, you know, if you're looking for a running back there, it's either Howard or Lynch, dude. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to be drafting wide receiver heavy this yeah, year unless probably. I go in the first four picks. <laughs> um, anyway, so you got him next on the list. And this is in order of ADP, by the way, is Cameron Meredith in the late stages of the eighth round. Yeah. Which, dude, we saw flashes of brilliance from him last year. Um, well, flashes of competence. I don't know about brilliance. All right, fine. But still, an exciting young player, to be sure. The thing is, again, this offense is is bad. Um, well, you know, we, we've seen Glennon have some success. Sure. Right? Sure. Um, not enough to, to actually not have a quarterback drafted over him a couple times. Right. Um, we don't know what Trubisky's deal is. We have no idea. Yeah, we don't know. I, again, probably in the eighth round, probably a guy I'm going to let somebody else take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next, we have a 13th rounder. This is how bad it is. And these are the only three right now that are on ADP boards. I'll talk about some others, but this is it. And that's Kevin White. Mm-hmm. You know, I Doctor Disappointment. Yeah, I mean, I, again, one of those guys that we heard all the stuff about. Um, you know, but you know, getting hurt all the time. Did that affect his on the field abilities? Certainly going to be rusty, all that kind of stuff. You know, I don't know, um, but I don't think that. Uh, again, I, I mean, I guess if it's that late, why not? You know, go ahead and roll the dice. But you know, injured two years in a row is never a good good sign and we got four games of data on him five games of data um, from last year yeah yeah, and it was like the first four i think it was the first four games yeah, yeah 19 catches last I think, year. for a buck 65 or something uh let me see uh 187 looks like okay yeah so not great um so yeah i mean i got the 12th, 12th round like what or 13th round like whatever i guess but not a guy I would really look at. They have Kendall Wright, who I really like. They have Marcus Wheaton, who I really like. They have Victor Cruz, who I really like. They have Ruben Randall, who I really like. Right? These are all names that we know. Yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> but. And I'm, I'm guaranteeing one of them will end up on the waiver wire show at some point. If not all of them. Yeah, they might. Um, particularly if White gets hurt again. Uh, Did you say if? I know. And listen, dude, they have Zach Miller and Deion Sims as their tight ends, too. Well, let's put it this way. I liked Kevin White uh, so much mm-hmm. last year that yeah. I, I had two picks in the Dynasty League, mm-hmm. two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. I gave up like my second first-round pick to get Kevin to White because I have running backs. I just need receivers. I'm like, right. good young running, good young receiver, mm-hmm. first-round pick, sure. you know, coming off an injury. He's kind of... He, and I gave a first-round pick for him, and he played four games and then compl- went to sleep again. Well, the good news is that he's still very young. So yeah. something could develop there. Um, you know, we'll have to see. Again, I like the tight ends. I really like Zach Miller. He's a great tight end, but I wouldn't draft him. No. You know? Uh, Deion Sims is pretty good, too. Whatever. Not Can't. can't do uh, yeah. That's not, not a guy that I'm, I'm going to roll the dice on. And that's it. Dude. Okay. <laughs> not a lot. No. Uh, Vikings have significantly more. Okay. Uh, Sam Bradford is your quarterback. Um, mm, I've heard of him. Yeah, you know what? As good a quarterback as he could possibly be, his ADP right now is like toward the back end of the 14th round. So That seems like value to me. It kind of does. He's yeah. you know the 24th uh, quarterback here, but you know with all the weapons he has around him, if he can stay semi-upright, well, that's been his issue his whole career. but It has been. And he stayed upright last year he for did. the most part. And looked, looked pretty good. He did all right. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm going to draft him, but as my second guy, if the draft works out funky, that I don't get to uh, pick my second quarterback until the end. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater may come back healthy at some point and push him if uh, Bradford's sucking. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, so, you know, quarterback for the Vikings is, is questionable. Um, but I think it's 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 pretty steady in, in a questionable way, if you know what I mean. I mean I'm sure they're pretty happy with Bradford. They pr- um, probably. I mean, he's, the thing is, his stats are they were middle of the road. I think he had 3,400 yards roughly in like 20 TDs or something. Like, yeah. and, not great numbers. Right. But they're and, not terrible either. Um, like I said, they're they're semi steady. Dude, at 3,800 yards, 20 TDs. 3,800. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, eh, it's okay. Uh, you know. 
But there are there. Are, I'm sure that the Browns would love to have Sam I'm Bradford. I'm sure they would right too. Now. They'd probably take right. Bridgewater as well. Right. Probably. <laughs> right. They might even take Case Keenum. <laughs> so looking at the running backs, uh, you know, we had uh, Matt Alciata. He left for for Detroit. Jarek McKinnon's still there. Now he's saying, oh, "I'm going to surprise people." But the thing is, um, the the Vikes went out and picked up Latavius Murray right. from from the Raiders. And he, you know, he, he had a couple of, of good uh, good games, some stretches of good games in Oakland, but never really took control of the gig. Didn't to the point where you know he was the starter, and then all of a sudden Jalen Richard and and you know uh, a couple other guys started yeah. looking a lot better than the starter. And next thing you know, Murray is getting shipped to to the Great Northeast, right? North North. Great Whatever. White North. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. So, you know, really, it's to me, dude, it's the Dalvin Cook show. Yeah, I mean, they, they went out and got the guy um, in the second round uh, out of Florida State, you know, burner. And he was he was their first pick because they gave up their mm-hmm. number one first-round pick yep. to the Eagles to get Bradford. So Cook, uh, with the 41st selection, uh, beginning of the second round, was their number one pick, really. Yep. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that he's going to be the, he, the, he's the, guy. the day one starter. Yep. He may be a first and second round back. I don't know how well he blocks. Maybe you mean first McKinnon. and second down. What did I say? Round. Yeah, first and second down guy. Depending on how well he blocks, we'll see how how he can stay in uh, and be a three down back. But you know they have other options, obviously, with Murray, mm-hmm. Bishop, Sankey's there, um, and, and McKinnon could be a, a third down back as well. So, uh, dude, really, Dalvin Cook. I, I don't know that you know in a, in a dynasty draft, I would probably grab him pretty early. Um, you know, in a, in a redraft league, um, you know, it's funny because the the guys I wanted oh a sixth round uh, is his ADP right now, and that may not be too bad uh, for a guy who's going to be quote unquote the guy, mm-hmm. the number one guy on on an NFL team. There's few of those. There are, and and if he's that guy, if we if we see um, you know talk out of camp and we see preseason games and he gets um, you know first quarter. First team, you know, looks and, and opportunities in, in preseason. Obviously, he's going to be the guy when the when the real game starts. So, dude, six round may not be bad for him as your third running back. Probably not. Look at the wide receivers here, dude. There's a couple guys here to like Stephon Diggs. Um, he he is brilliant for stretches of games, uh, and then he can he can kind of, you know. Be not so brilliant. He can. They have a lot of good wide receivers, actually. They do. First couple games last year, buck three, buck 82. Then the next three, 40, 47, 18. That tends to happen when you blow up and then people have film on you. And then yeah, and you, your team has to readjust. And then you have a couple more good games. So there wasn't a whole lot of consistency there. Dude only had three touchdowns. But, um, you know, it's it's Bradford's second year in the offense. Right. It's, you know, um, dude gets another. Uh, Stefan Diggs gets another year in the offense. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he can break out a little bit um, and, and uh, be a guy you can grab for some value. Adam Thielen is another guy who seems to be there for me. Um, you know, when you get when you start getting into the double-digit rounds, he always seems to be there for me to grab for value. So I won't mind having him as a wide receiver, I don't know, four? Sure. You know, he's yeah. the starting wide receiver in the league. What the hell? Laquan Treadwell is another guy who's yeah. actually getting some, some traction. Yeah. Um, played last year. Uh, did okay, you know. He he had, you know, he actually only had a couple games last year. Couple, yeah. And then he got hurt. Um, so, but you know, the word on him is that you know he's going to be a guy who's going to get lots of opportunities this year. Dude, Michael Floyd's in town. I know. So if he can say not break probation or <laughs> get behind the wheel of a car after drinking, it's like, dude, Uber will pick you up. That's anywhere. Yeah, it's all over the place now. Right. Especially in in major cities, so he has no excuse, really. We can uh, get an Uber in Delaware, so I do. We can have an Uber here in ten minutes. I know. And so. We live in the. I live in the burbs of of Burb State. Yeah. Now it's not going to be a black car. It's going to be a you know. Yeah, it'll be one of the other one. Whatever. Some dude called. driving around, but yeah. you know, still, dude, I like the black cars. Me when, too. You, when you're in town and the suburban pulls up, yeah, it's kind of dope. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so there's other receivers as well that are probably aren't going to, to have that much impact initially. At least Jarius Wright uh, is a guy who we've heard that name, but uh, he's, he yeah. shows up on the waiver wire show and then is not heard from for two or three weeks. Yeah. So uh, obviously he's not going to be drafted right away. Um, Kyle Rudolph, on the other hand, is one of those guys who it, he doesn't sneak up on you, but he ju- he'll just put up steady tight end numbers 
Um, and, and he's a guy worth drafting. Of course, eighth round, uh, ninth pick of the eighth round, ninth tight end off the board, right in front of Hunter Henry and Zach Ertz. And I think that's probably right where he belongs. Mm-hmm. Like some Kyle Rudolph, man. Yeah, me too. He's okay. All right. How about them Green Bay Packers, pal? Lots to love here, man. So can we agree that Jordy Nelson's probably a first-round wide receiver? Might be the last wide receiver taken in the Le- first round. Led the league in TDs last year, eh? I think so. I think he did. He had a lot of them. You know, if if he's not if he's not a first round guy, he's an early second round yeah, guy. Yeah, he's just he's he's right up there. So, uh, love him. By the way, guys, I'm just going to announce it now. I got him as my keeper. And uh, what do you mean our... announce it? You've been talking about that for two years. Because <laughs> I got him in the last round because he blew out his knee and everybody yeah. slept on him. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was like, wait. And I was like, yep, we announced, we agreed, we were doing a keeper next year. Yeah, Jordy Nelson back end of the first round. Yeah. So he's awesome, obviously. So feel free to draft. You going to keep him this year? Is he going to be your keeper? You think? Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, listen. I have a couple of other good players I'd like to keep, but I can't get value better than his. What it was round seventeen, I think. Now, right, so, so it went to sixteen. So now it'll be round fifteen. Round fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So fifteenth round, I get it. A uh, first round value. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I have to keep him. You do. And he put up monster numbers for me too. It wasn't even like he, even if he was average, I would have to keep him. You know? Yeah, you bastard. Yeah, well. You know, everybody do. else had a chance. I understand. Aaron Rodgers uh, going in the second for me, Kevin, in the uh, combined um, ADP. I know you mentioned third. But, uh, uh, on this one, which is just Fantasy Football Calculator, is 3-3. Uh, three, three. Mine is a, uh, a mashup between uh, Fantasy Football Calculator and ESPN and a couple other ones. Others, yeah. So anyway, uh, Aaron Rodgers, arguably probably the first quarterback taken. Um yeah, too early. It's too early. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, he, I think he scored the most fan in, in a standard league. Scored no. the most fantasy points of any player in the, in football last year. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, um, but still, it's too early. We'll explain why on a different show. Right. But don't draft him because um, you're giving up too much value in order to do that. From the running or the wide receiver perspective, uh, you got Devontae Adams, who I'm to- I'm totally psyched about. Um, Really good season last year. He's going in the middle of the third, which I absolutely love. Um, great value for uh, your second or third wide receiver taken. Um, love, love, love it. I wouldn't go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, but if you did that, he'd be a great third guy. There are a lot of guys who like the the zero running back mm-hmm. style. And if you did that, you could come right back in the fourth and grab you some Ty Montgomery as your first running back, who I just am in love with, man. Um, young dude, right? All sorts of came in as a wide receiver or something. You could start him as both last year, remember? Yeah, he was. Which is a, why he was so amazing. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he was a he played running back in college. Right. Yeah, and they were having so many RB issues. He moved over, and uh, yeah, just brilliant value in the middle of the fourth round. You know they're going to use him. You know he's going to be the main guy. Um, well, for a while anyway. I think so. I mean, they have Jamal Williams too, who, who you know I I get it, but. I think Montgomery's probably the... I think he'll start out as the guy. I think right. it's his job to lose and right. keep. Right. Or um, keep or lose. Anyway. You got Bennett as a tight end, who I who I absolutely don't hate. Uh, been around a long time. Old Martellus Bennett. Uh, absolutely Ran- don't hate. Absolutely don't hate him. Uh, Randall Cobb is a, another wide receiver, obviously a name that we know and love. Uh, going in the eighth round, outstanding value there on a pass-heavy offense. Uh, Jamal Williams, I mentioned, is uh, is rocking out the 12th. Uh, can't hate him out of BYU, Kevin. Brigham Young. You think he's a Mormon? No. Oh, okay. Um, you know, workhorse guy, um, fourth round pick. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a part of the offense. Um, but you know, at the same time, I, I think it's Ty Williams' show or Ty Montgomery's show. Uh, really, after that, I, I mean, you know, Nelson, Adams, Cobb—they're going to be the wide receivers. They have Jeff Janis too. They have uh, Geronimo Allison as well, a young guy out of Illinois. Um, Honestly, it, it's going to be those main guys. And no doubt Janice or somebody else will end up on the um, waiver wire report at some point. I really point. like Geronimo Allison, though. I uh, think oh, yeah. He showed up a few times last year. I was like, I, I want to invest in that dude's future. Yeah, but they, they're just so packed with... Uh, well, they are the yeah, Packers. The, the Packers. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Lots of lots to love there. Um, yeah, there is. Um yeah, man, I, I'm I'm psyched. We have uh, 
We have a few fantasy leagues to do here. In a couple of weeks, we're gonna we're gonna put out our fantasy league uh, information. So you know, once the website gets back up, we'll be able to put those throws up there. Yeah, it'll be soon. It'll yeah, be and soon. get the. I'm, uh, I'm on the back nine. You're on the back nine, putting it back together. Funny yeah, you say just, that because Aaron Rodgers says that he's now on the back nine of his career. He is. He's broken up with Olivia Munn. Well, you know? what's what's he? Thirty four, thirty five. Something like that, yeah. yeah. He's on the back nine. Yeah, I think he's deep into the back nine. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that he didn't get to play for, what was it, like five years behind Favre? Yeah, yeah, Favre four or five. Something like yeah. that. But, you know, it happened to Steve Young, too, and he's in the hall, and Aaron Rodgers headed to the hall, too. Yeah, so. I think Aaron Rodgers is going yeah, to be he's close. A, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. So. You think so? You think first ballot? Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's one of the best quarterbacks of that generation, man. Yeah. I don't I think would. there's any question. Well, yeah. Who I don't else think is he's. There? I don't think he's number one, but you know. Well, I mean, you, you know, still the, have, goat, the goat's still playing. So. Yeah. So you got you got Brady, you have Breeze, you, you have, have Manning. Manning was in there for right. a while, um, but yeah, he was always in that conversation. But so. you think think about this, dude. I mean, I know this is the end of the show, and you know, you have somewhere to be and all that. But listen, think about we have a number of Hall of Famers and potential Hall of Famers playing quarterback right now. Yeah. And you know. Isn't it always going to be that way, though? Is it, though? Probably. Has it always been? Well, you're always going to have ones that are better than the others, so... Right, just think of, you know, five years ago to five years from now, right? You had Favre, you had Manning, mm-hmm. you had Manning, yeah, who's probably a Hall Brady, of Famer Brady well. was there, too. Brady, yeah. um, Breeze. Mm-hmm. Dude, Phillip Rivers may have an argument at some mm-hmm. point. Eli. He's, I said Manning and Manning. Oh, okay. So, you know, Rivers is kind of on the cusp yeah. of, you know, he's been good for think, a while. I think Eli might be pulling a McNabb and playing his way out. Maybe. If Mac would if, if Donnie Mac would have retired as an Eagle, there might be an argument for him. Maybe, yeah. But then he, you know, did that whole Minnesota two, thing. Two pooch screw years. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but and if he, he had, went somewhere else, too, dude. Didn't he play? Minnesota. It was just Minnesota? Yeah. No, no, no. Didn't he play somewhere else? Uh, no, I think it was just uh, Redskins and then. Uh, the Redskins, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Um, but then, you know, you, you look at and you think, okay, five years ago we had this set of guys. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be the best guys in the game five years from now? I mean, I think we probably. We've seen them. We got we got some of them already. Right, like rookies and stuff. Right. I mean, um, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be luck. He's going to be up there. Maybe. 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 Yeah, if he can get his shoulder. I, I think Derek Carr's got a shot. Derek Carr's a pretty very, good very shot. Good. Right. Um, Hopefully, Wentz is in that conversation. We have no idea yet, though. Yeah, we don't. And, and you know, golf may be there as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, young dudes. Kirk so. Cousins, I think, will still be good in five years. Yeah, but not. I don't think he'll be. You know, thought of as among the best. By the way, he still doesn't have a contract, so oh, he, he's getting paid a s ton of money. Um, yeah, you're right about that, though. I mean, if he stays with the Redskins, yeah. he, he he may not be considered that just because they find ways to uh, to screw it up. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, will Russell Russell Wilson still be around in five? Probably. Can might be two. But Ma- you, Mariota, dude. Yeah. Do you can do you consider Wilson? A top five quarterback now? No. no. Right, so. Tell you what, we didn't mention Dak Prescott, but that dude keeps playing the way he did last year. Well, here's the thing, dude. You know, all the guys from last year, Wentz and Dak Prescott mm-hmm. and Goff. I mean, you know, Dak obviously played well, but he had everything going for him last year. I, dude. You know, I feel bad, but we didn't mention Big Ben, but he's certainly a Hall of Famer, too. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but but Prescott had everything going for him. He That's had, true. He had a, a fantastic running back. He true. had it, arguably the best line. Um, everybody stayed healthy. Nobody really, you know, went down for a stretch of games. Right. Mm-hmm. He had top notch receiving. All yep. right. This year he's not going to have all that potentially. We'll see. Injuries could happen. He yep. might get hurt. Yeah. Um. You know they lost forty percent of their line. They yeah. they have uh you know Lyle Collins is going to be at right tackle. Tackle's huge. It is huge for a quarterback. Yeah. And they lost uh, one of their guards. So you know plus, you know the defense stinks again this year. So it probably stinks worse. So who knows if he's going to have that same success? Plus there's sixteen games of film on him for everybody to look at. There is. So it might be a little bit better this year. I, yeah, we'll see. But yeah. at the same time, kids got game, certainly. More game than anybody saw coming, quite frankly. That's yeah. right. I saw, you know how they do the, you know, let's redo the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had the Rams taking Carson Wentz. 
They had the Eagles taking Dak Prescott. Really? Yeah. I'm okay had, with Wentz. I mean... Yeah. No, I mean, it just, you know, if the draft was... Wentz wouldn't be there is the thing. Is right. that They wouldn't have taken golf. They'd have taken Wentz with, in retrospect. Yeah. And golf would have been toward the back end of the first round. Good, certainly. Yep. Um, I think he's, a, he's you know, he played well enough last year thrown into the fire. Sure, yeah. You know, and now the McVay offense is, you know, a lot more friendly to him and Gurley. Sure. So and we'll see. Wentz played well too, man. He had a lot of a lot of dropsies. You know a, lot, a lot of big third down catches that should have been made. And he also had his right tackle go out for PEDs. And as soon right. as that happened, dude, it all crumbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you remember the three games that he played, the first three games. Four. He, four games? Was it four? Three, anyway. I think it was three. Well, I think they had a bye in week four, didn't they? Yeah. Something like so that. So the games that uh, Johnson played right tackle, yeah. he played well. He did play well. You know, I saw things like Carson Wentz uh, was a better quarterback when the pocket was clean. I'm like, really? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Here's the thing. Everybody's a better quarterback when the pocket's clean. <laughs> oh, you mean he had time? Yeah. You mean a rookie had time to make decisions in the NFL? Yeah, go figure. Whatever. All right, we're out. We'll be back. We're on a weekly schedule from here on we out. We are. We're back every week. Yeah, well, I was like, hey, we have a show tonight? I'm like, yes, tonight and every Wednesday until the end of the year. <laughs> He was like, yay. So anyway, yeah, we'll be back next week with Ross Tucker on the show. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, and this is probably just going to be that and, and not much else. Yeah, we could probably just do an interview with, with Ross in 20 minutes. I mean, there's not much news happening right now. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about camps and stuff, but that's going to be toward the end of the month. So Right. Um, well, anyway, we'll be back. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll check you out next week. See ya. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.